Hey, welcome back, everybody. HSC Podcast 38. We got Big Box Steve on the mic. Joining us, Fresh Wes. And you know what we don't have tonight? The Big Smooth. I think he's got COVID. <laughs> no, Derek's just sick, not feeling well. Um, so just going to be Fresh Wes and uh, Big Box Steve on the mic. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and like if you're listening to us on Anchor or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Appreciate you listening. Uh, don't forget to keep listening. So before we jump into the NFL, Wes, I want to talk about uh, NCAA football right now. <laughs> so did you see the, the latest rankings? I think this is the, it's the first rankings, right, for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I noticed the top five, number one, Tennessee. Right. So so um, tell me about that. Number one, Tennessee. Really? Is that is that how you how do you feel about that? I I, I still got to give it to Georgia right now. Right. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out on Saturday because they play each other. They, they play. play. That's going to be an interesting game, but I. Yeah, I I don't see Tennessee being the best team in the country. They got a lot to prove still. They did beat Alabama, but Alabama played bad on defense. And um, I just think overall, top to bottom, George's best team defensively, running game. I mean, of course, Tennessee's passing game is more explosive, but that's just you know that's a couple players. I mean, we'll see what happens. It's gonna be interesting. Well. So so here's my question. So here's a problem I have. And again, we're talking college football. Mm-hmm. Georgia's number one all year long, right? Mm-hmm. And and then the the playoff rankings come out mm-hmm. and Tennessee goes to number one. Well, it the what happened was Georgia did have one back in against Missouri. I mean, they almost lost to Missouri. And that's 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 what kind of knocked them down a little bit. Uh, it was kind of shocking to see them do so poorly against Missouri, but that happens sometimes. They didn't lose; they did win. Right, but, so, but Georgia. So, so Georgia's points for points against, yeah, is over a hundred and fifty points. Yeah, against Tennessee, right? So, most of that's most of that's against Oregon. <laughs> so again, so now you're talking about number eight Oregon, who yeah, they yeah. dominated by like yeah. forty points, right? They beat them like forty nine points, and right. and Oregon's ranked. Yeah, so the strength of so, schedule so, plays so, into it. Or even if you're saying strength of schedule comes into play here, they yeah. beat the number eight team in the country by forty. Yeah, that's, and that's, Tennessee beat Alabama, who Alabama's good, but they it was a last minute win. Yeah, yep. but you're you're gonna tell me that the the previous national champion, who's yeah. still undefeated. Yeah, returning their quarterback and a lot of their players now goes to number three. It's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just the rankings this year have been so screwed up. I mean, there's just been so many, so much inconsistency. Like teams dropping 15 spots after they lose, and all, or moving up 10 spots. It's like, come on, they never used to do that stuff back in old school days. You know, but, but we're talking top five. We're talking number one team in the country, right? Yeah. So, I, I, I have a problem with with Georgia not being number one. 
I, I have a big problem with this, right? Because you're you're still undefeated. Mm-hmm. You won the national championship. You beat Oregon, the number eight team in the league in the country, by mm-hmm. a forty points. BL. And yet you drop from number one to number three. Yeah. So. And against Tennessee, let's not talk about who they played. Let's just say points for points against. Georgia has over 50 points, points for, and over 50 points less points against than than Tennessee does. Nah, that's crazy. That's pretty dumb. And Tennessee's totally unproven. Right. Like, that's, I mean, just... that's the big point, right? They're totally improved. What has Tennessee, Tennessee done in the last Tennessee 10 years? Has a, Tennessee hasn't been ranked, I think it was – in the top 15 in, in this in the playoff poll since like 2014. Yeah, I mean, so you're, you're, you're talking about eight years that they haven't been ranked in, in the top, you know, 10, 15, right? Yeah. And you're going to move them against above Georgia? Oh, uh, I, I mean, we'll see what happens Saturday, but I'll put my money on Georgia. Well, here's the thing. Regardless of what happens, because I think it's gonna be an awesome game, and I can't wait to watch it. Like this, I think this is the best college football game that we've seen in years. No, this this Georgia Tennessee game is gonna be one of the better college football games we've seen in a long time. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it'd be a good game because I think. The strength of Georgia is pretty much everything, but I think the quarterback play, I think everyone still questions Bennett to a certain extent. Right. Even though and he won a national think, championship last year. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you imagine it, winning a national championship yeah. and then being questioned? Like, yeah. hey, I, I get you won the national championship last year, but you're not so good. But top, top to bottom, I think what Georgia has built such a strong program at every right. just like Al, just like Alabama just like did. Alabama, every and it's position. just a machine. It's plug and play. You plug in, you know, a different quarterback and and I think their passing game is not like Tennessee's. But that's like one player. And Tennessee, that guy cannot be stopped. Right, I mean, he right, burns right. everybody. I mean, he's just making Alabama players look bad. Looking like three star players. Like it was, you you could double team like you could put him in a, a top that's, over over top zone right that's what that's under, I, that's what Georgia is gonna play smarter right. I, I think they're gonna right. they're gonna they're gonna say we're not gonna let number eleven beat us right that's the one guy everybody else can beat us but that guy's not gonna beat us they're gonna play him underneath and over the top right so the, yeah. they're gonna play one under one over and yeah. they're gonna play him under they're gonna play a zone on him so yeah. but I don't even care about any of that like minus the game that's going to happen this weekend, because that's really going to determine who's the best team. The fact that they put Tennessee over Georgia before the game happened, like how disappointing is that? Can, you won the national championship last year. Yeah. You're eight and zero right now. Yeah. You beat Georgia or Florida by more than Tennessee beat them. You beat Oregon by 40. Yeah. It's just because you beat Alabama by like three. Barely. Yeah. Barely beat Alabama. You're number one. 
it's just it's this a screwy committee. The committee is, I mean, and then you got Clemson number four, right? I mean, have, Michigan, have, Michigan's played better than Clemson. Right. That's that's ridiculous. Well, so Michigan, that's ridiculous. You know, Michigan, Ohio State, they have a game coming, right? Oh, that's the, that's going to be the year. Yeah, I mean that that's going to tell us a lot for those two teams. But I, I'm just personally very disappointed that Tennessee's number one. I, I, that's that's my thing. Maybe I'm alone in that. I don't see how you take the returning national championship undefeated and then now they're three. I just don't get it. Yeah, not two, three. Right, not two, not two. <laughs> yeah, right, three. three. And then you jump Tennessee up there. So so, so that's, the, that's the college football that's happening right now. The So just one more college football thing before we move on. So Oregon, right? They lose to Georgia first game. Tough loss. Get dominated. But at the same time, you're losing probably the best team in the country, right? Oregon wins out, right? Possibly. Then they so they have Utah, and then they play the Pac-12 championship against USC, who's now top ten. Let's mm. say they win that game, and they still might not make the uh, playoffs. Uh, I mean, the, it's hard to believe that they said that. I think there's there hasn't been a one-loss team. It's some stat I forgot what it was, but they did different scenarios. Um, I mean, yeah, things. I mean, you're gonna have two SEC teams. There's two. Okay, right. You're gonna oh, have yeah, Alabama. You're gonna have Ohio State or Michigan. Right. And then the real trick, in which I think, and this might, Oregon, I think, if they went out. They look better than a team like Clemson. I mean, and, but do they though? Uh, they kind of do. I mean, they're playing pretty well. But if you look at, let's just look at top to bottom. Let's look at everything that Clemson has and everything Oregon has. Clemson's probably a little bit better. But look at the way Oregon's playing. Look, look how they dominated UCLA. UCLA well, cannot stop them. So, and so, so the ACC has five top twenty-five teams, right? Yeah, wait for twelve as five top yeah. twenty-five teams. So you, now you're talking about conference strength. Well, they're kind of same, right? Yeah, Cle- Clemson. I think Clemson, since they haven't lost, they're gonna have to slip up. They have to lose well, one. That's the point. Is that Clemson goes undefeated, they still beat out Oregon for that uh-huh. playoff position, right? Yeah. What about, what about TCU? TCU goes undefeated. Yeah, TCU. I, I like TCU. I like Dugan. I like Max Dugan. Oh, That's yes, good. great. He's but a still, backup. That's your even, backup. But He's they a, don't play. They don't play a conference championship, though. I know. Well, that's, that's so, unfortunate. So does TCU go undefeated? And not go to the the probably. the playoffs? Yeah, probably. How do you go undefeated and then not be a top fourteen? I think they just look at the Big Twelve this year that 
Oklahoma's not as good. Texas looked like they're going to be good, then they fell apart. And then so you're just looking at competition. Well, Kansas State's good. Texas but, still 24 right now, right? Yeah, but and then they beat Oklahoma State at number nine. And Oklahoma State got balanced by Kansas State. Like James. Right. Like, well, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State's ball ball apart, right? But yeah. still it, I mean, when TCU played them, they were number nine. Right. None of this helps uh TCU's cause the right. teams falling apart like that. Right, I mean, right. it's just it's not gonna help them. And that's good. And that's good. And the committee's going to look at that. They're, I mean, committees does <laughs> dumb stuff. They're going to say, look at so, all these so, teams. So here's the question. Does, does a, a 12 and one or a 10 or 11 and one Oregon team beat out an 11 and 0 TCU team for the playoff? I think so. If they beat USC and if they beat you, they're going to have their hands full of Utah. Well, that's gonna, so, that's yeah, gonna. So, so they have to beat Utah. They have to go to the Pac-12 championship, and then uh, who are they gonna play? They're gonna play USC. Yeah. Who Who is the top ten team right now? Right. And then and they're they're USC. if they I win, mean, right? So they they win, and now they're eleven and one, mm-hmm. and then you have an eleven and zero TCU team. Yeah. You're sending uh one lost team over an undefeated team to the playoffs. That's uh, it's a it could that could very well happen. I That's mean, the scenario, right? I mean, look what happened. The bad. This is this is a long time ago, but I think I've used this example before of when Colorado had like two losses and Notre Dame had a loss, and they played basically for the national championship. And Georgia Tech was undefeated. Right. And they had one tie and they got left out. I mean, it's because Georgia Tech played the ACC when it wasn't very good. Right. And so they just didn't get their. That's what's going to happen to TCU. T- TCU, it's, it's just been a bad year for the Big 12. Right. And so it's just going to look, if Oregon does that, if Oregon can pull that off, it, Utah is going to be, I, I think that's going to be. A really good. I mean, game. Utah's at fourteen right now, right? So that's their good yeah. team. But the way they run that option in Utah, that that quarterback is, is hard to stop. I mean, I, I mean, I think that's rough for TCU to go undefeated and not make the playoffs. It's happened. I mean, it's it's it's. Yeah, it is. It 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 because I think TCU's really good. I mean, They're I think. Great. I mean, they, I, I think. they beat Oklahoma State. As, I thought Oklahoma State would be a playoff team. To be honest with you, uh, they always, they always, they were. I mean, look, they, they, um, you know, they won. They beat Notre Dame last year in the bowl game, and you know, in the uh, New Year's Six game. But, and so that was a big win for the program. I think. I think they've been kind of scratching, scratching the surface. They're like. They're trying to get over that hump. They think they're a playoff team like every year, and they just come up short. And not only did they didn't come up short last week, they just got beat. Yeah, that was just the most surprising score so, of the weekend. So does – because uh, TCU is Big 12, does that keep them out of the playoffs? Is that, is that what you think? Yeah. I, I think I think ultimately that's what's going to – that's what's – just because Oklahoma was really good 
and they beat Oklahoma, I would say it would be different. I think they would have the advantage. They would have to have the advantage. Right. Let's say Oklahoma was a top 10 team and TCU but, beat them. But they're not. Oklahoma's they're trash. not. <laughs> yeah, they're not very good. Like overall, not as good. They're all right, but they're not. No. They're not what Oklahoma's been. So it just hurts them. It's just one of those years where the the cards are going to be dealt, and it's not going to be the the winning hand for for a team like TCU. Uh, I mean, this is going to be a fun finish to college oh, yeah. football. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I've seen this good of a college football finish in a long time. Like what? 2001? Was that the LSU Michigan? 2001 was like that's when Oklahoma what were we talking about seasons? We're talking about 2002 so was that LSU LSU Oklahoma? Oh yeah that's the one. Yeah yeah yeah. That so when there was like it, you really couldn't decide who was the national champion, right? Yeah. So, I I think that's what we're coming down to this year. I think you're coming down to you can't figure out what's the best team that's going to be playing in the playoff. That's what I hate about this fourteen playoff, right? Yeah. We need an eighteen playoff. Well, you're going to probably have it, and they're probably going to do it in 2024. Now, right. now they want to move it up. And it's not going to be – it's going to be 12 teams. So you're going to have 12-team playoff. I'm, you're I'm, fine six, you're, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like you're going to have six – you're going to have six conference champions and six at-larges. Right. That's the yeah. way it's going to be. Because this four-team, like, you're you're leaving out no. so many good teams. Yeah. it it It's just – it's time. It, it was okay for, like, two years. And now there's just too much controversy and – you know, you always get freaking Notre Dame in there, and they just get blasted every time. You don't even score a touchdown, but they're Notre Dame. You know, we all right. got yeah. you know sing the fight song and rah rah rah, and they get <laughs> it's like that's it's just it I, it's unbearable right. to watch. But so you have eight teams now, and at least Notre Dame loses in the first round, and then we got some good games the rest all of the right. time. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I I hope they go to this, and it sounds like they're going to. So that this that Tennessee Georgia thing really bothered me. Want to hear about that? Um, let's talk about last week in the NFL. So we got uh, nine and five, nine and five from you and Derek. Ten and four, pretty good records, to be honest with you. Like we didn't, we we pretty, we did pretty well. What are some games that surprised you? Well, seems like every week there's there's more than one game that surprises me. I mean, I, it's a crazy. Right off the bat, game. the most painful part is the Raiders not even scoring a point. That's oh kind of what surprised God. me the most. Not I because mean, you're a Raiders fan, right? Just I'm not even a Raiders fan, dude. It's you like, are a Raiders fan. No, I'm not, dude. Dude, I mean, you're a Raiders. It's like the crazy uncle. He's my uncle. That's Raiders. Like, he's still my uncle. That's what it is. You got beat like a redheaded stepchild by a red (laughs) step by by the Red Rocket. The Red Rocket. Look, 
I got to admit that I think the the Raiders-New Orleans game was probably the most surprising game of all week, right? Yeah. 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 Even if you picked the Raiders to win, which we did, you weren't talking about New Orleans coming out and blanking them and scoring 24 points, 24-0, right? Yeah. That was – that was – that and – you know what it was? It was Derek Carr played the worst I've ever seen. I swear he threw a pass, and he kept throwing the two-yard passes. I'm like, dude, I, I couldn't even see the receiver. I couldn't even see the running back because he was inside the offensive line, and he throws it to him. I'm like, why are you throwing it that dude? <sighs> and then he actually threw a pass, and it hit the offensive lineman in the butt. I swear. It, thought it was worse than the butt fumble almost. It's like, what are you doing, dude? It was just like that the whole game. He just – and then the worst part is, you know, you're on the sideline and, and, you know, Josh McDaniels like, all right, let's draw something up. Let's talk. A couple minutes later, you see Derek Carr. Is he looking at his uh, – you know, at his plays? No. He's like – he's over there pouty. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. <laughs> you paid all this money to perform. You got to perform, dude. That's all there's to it. It, it that has to be in the top five of disappointing games this year, right? He was fifteen for twenty six, a hundred and one right. yards. How do you only? What is that? Six yards a, a, a completion, right? So, so and one interception, and I've never seen a quarterback throw it into quadruple coverage. I've seen triple coverage. I've never seen quadruple coverage. I mean, that's rough. And to be a Raiders fan like you are. Come on, dude. No, I'm going mean, to get mad, dude. I mean, no, I, I just got to – you have to understand everybody listening. So not just you, me and Wes talking, but all you people listening, that's rough, right? That's got to be the roughest game of the There's league. some Raiders fans probably listening. They're like, but – for let's talk about the Indianapolis Washington game for a second. Oh, so you're Indianapolis and you're up by 10 or nine, I'm sorry, nine going into the, the last couple minutes of the game. And then you give a field goal and a touchdown to Washington and you lose. And you, I think both of you, you and Derek both yeah. had Washington to win, right? No, no. Because I had Indy, and I was thinking, this is a guaranteed win for me. Oh, duh. That's right. Especially coming at the end of the game, up by nine. So, to me, this is one of the most disappointing games because Indianapolis, look, all you had to do was just run out the clock. And this is why I don't understand what's happening with coaches these days. Right. And and this is this is why I think we're having such a hard time predicting what's going to happen because I look at things in a sense and it's it's my own fault. I look at the way things should be done. Right. I, but we that's not how they do it. They do it the wrong way. And so we're trying to guess, oh, this is gonna happen. And it's they these the co- coaching is subpar this year. Uh, a majority 
of teams and situations, there's just some bad coaching. That's all there's to it. And I'm not going to, you know, quarterbacks are playing bad in, in, in cases like Matt Ryan. Um, that's just, he just makes bad interceptions. Like, well, you just don't they, throw that stuff. But Ryan a lot of it's playing in this A lot game. of it's situational. Elder. A lot of it's situational. Right. These coaches do not know how to coach these quarterbacks. They don't understand where a quarterback's comfortable with his progressions. Where he is, he does he go right to left or left to right? And when you're coming across, you, I mean, I, I saw somebody, what was it game it was? The Bengals game. It's like they showed one part of the whole field. There's nobody doing a crossing route. And right. Burrow's back there and he gets killed again. It's like he has no outs. He has yeah. nothing. He has He's no going to get killed. Right. And that's all coaching. So coaching's an issue. And I know Derek's not here because, you know, he'd argue this, but analytics is a, is a, it, I don't get it. Analytics does not have anything to do with coaching. Coaching has to do with what's going on in the game. How can you play the game? And then you're going to let analytics decide what you're going to do. Well, that, I mean, that's not you're, coaching. You're, 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 here's you might as well just put a computer out there. Well, I talked, I talked to uh, some. I talked to a statistics teacher about this a couple of days ago, and I asked him about it. And I said, "This is all about probability, right?" He's like, "He's like, yeah, but it's different than baseball." I go, "Yeah, well, the difference is you can you can determine something because you have guys running in the same direction. You know where they're running. They run from first to second all the way around, right?" There's so many variables in NFL. It's hard to predict stuff using analytics to that right. extent. But they don't care. You know? That's what they're relying on. And yeah. um, and so that was a killer, you know, in that uh, Indy Washington game. Yeah. And then I just, you know, the, the Seattle and the Giants game, this, this was a big one. Like, what the fuck? What I mean, excuse me. What's happening with Seattle right now? Like, how is Seattle five and three and called, winning games against good called, teams? It's called top to bottom, knowing how to run a franchise. They got players. Is that Pete that, Carroll? That that is that that is the GM. That is Pete Carroll. That's that's everybody. They got players that they drafted well. Um, Walker the third. That dude runs oh, hard. Oh, he's, he's a beast. He's a beast. He is a beast, and yeah. he runs hard. And I mean, I, and honestly, Geno Smith. And I've always, I've always liked him, his talent. And you're starting to see it now. You're starting to see him not make the mistakes. But they got everything tailored for him to make him comfortable. He's not throwing for four hundred yards here. But when you got, you got DK Metcalf. Run around the back of the end zone. What are you gonna do? Well, You're gonna throw and, it up and, to him. You know, I no, mean, Tyler Lockett. Like you Lockett, got two of the no. two of the best receivers, right? In the yeah. NFC, there's yeah, solid, right? And you know, but it's still crazy because they're not they top to bottom. If you're talking about uh, Pro Bowl players, they don't have a lot of them. No, but they guys they they just they got they've always done a, a decent job of of getting new guys 
Okay, and then with his system, with with the way Pete Carroll does things, <laughs> he's got guys around him, coaching staff that knows how to coach him up and do what's necessary to win games, and that's right. what they do. And so that's what they're doing this year. I don't know how far that's going to take them because I think <sighs> NFC is kind of forming a little bit more. Well, because yeah, they got to play San Francisco. They got to play, play San Francisco. San Francisco is is Turner. I mean, Sam, they they they're showing that you know what we got a new toy, and we are going to use it in ways oh, that man. you don't know yeah. what's coming. So, so I mean, I would. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm the first to admit that I'm wrong, and I I've been wrong about the Seahawks. Yeah, I. I just didn't put much stock in the Seahawks just because. But they're killing honestly, it. Honestly, you know they're what? Killing it. You know, you know what it was. I was watching preseason. And I'm watching Drew Locke. Right, Drew Locke. And I'm Locke. like, yeah. this is going to be a disaster. Drew right. Locke. I mean, this is not going to go well for them. And it was like, it's like they kind of toyed around the idea. But I think Carol knew all along. He's like, dude, I'm going Geno Smith. Yeah. It's just. It's just but I, I, I'm just saying, I, I'll be the first to admit when I'm wrong that I thought the Seahawks would be at this point like two and six. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I, I honestly, I didn't even think about it. I wasn't thinking about them all. Right. It's just like it's like you just think, you know what? They're gonna finish like six and eleven or or something uh, like that. Bad, it's just, right, right. Yeah, six and eleven. It's just yeah. All right, so let's let's talk about uh, <laughs> let's talk about week nine. They get uh, so big smooth. Obviously, not with us, but he sent his picks over. Uh, so let's talk about week nine predictions. We got Philly at Houston. Uh, Derek picks the Eagles. Um, I got the Eagles. I mean, at Houston, doesn't matter. Houston's trash. Uh, Philly's right now looking like the best team in the league. So I'm going to take Philly by 10. Yeah, Eagles are fourteen point favorite. Um, Eagles are third in total defense, and Texans are thirtieth in total defense. So I think, I think Philly covers, um, because honestly, Texas offensively they're not going to keep up. Uh, they should win. I say they win by seventeen. Yeah, no brainer. This big win. So we got uh, lost our uh, Chargers at Atlanta. Uh, let me see his pick on that. Let me skip that one. So I got uh, I got the Chargers. I think the Chargers win this game. Not not no blowout. I think Chargers win by seven. I think Atlanta's got good offense, but it's at Atlanta. They play well, but Chargers end up winning by a touchdown. This was tough for me because I, the Chargers, I think they're struggling at times and up and down. They, yeah, they're up and down. Herbert, I don't. I think he's still hurt to a certain extent, but he's also not comfortable because of coaching again schematics. Setting up things that makes him because Kerber is, you know, he throws a 35 yard pass like I've never seen anybody throw a 30, 
throws it like a laser beam. Like it's like a laser beam in 30. I'm talking, not talking about LA and throwing 65 yards. <laughs> I'm just saying 35 yards. And so the coaching staff needs to set up everything to utilize that talent that he has. And they don't. And it's like, he looks a little confused out there. And that's to me, that's coach. And so I think uh, Atlanta, man, they're playing some good football. And Mariota, you see him okay. running last week? God, he's okay. Okay. fast. And I think the Falcons pulled out 20 to 16. Um, Just, excuse me, not 20. That's wrong. 27 to 24. Um, oh, so, I, so, so Derek does have the Falcons on here. So Derek's taking the Falcons with you. So that's a swing yeah. game. This is yeah. a swing game. That's that's a tough one. That's gonna be an interesting game. So I got the Chargers. You both got the Falcons. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see what happens there. So Miami at Chicago. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think this is an interesting game. I got to take the Dolphins though, just because Tua seems to be, you know. That the Detroit game was a little dicey, and I was like, "Oh man, they might lose this." And then all of a sudden, I looked at the score. I was like, "Oh, they're coming back!" And Tyre kills like throwing throwing the ball deep to tight. Waddle is just—he's so hard to cover. And Waddle, I, I love Waddle. Waddle's great across the middle. Great and then he does a Waddle in the end zone. That was awesome. Right. Like scores touchdown. Dude, I am starting to become a Dolphins fan again. Like that was my first team that when I was a kid. Dolphins. I'm like, man, I like their team. They got Chubb now. I think um, I think the Bears are going to play good. Justin Fields, I mean, they put up some points against Dallas. I just don't think they have still the weapons. He just does not. If he had some, well, they got Claypool, but. Yeah, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite. There's a reason why he's he's not on the Steelers anymore. It's not just because Steelers are bad. Because right. He's just not producing the way he's supposed to be producing. So, but I think that could help. I think Fields just needs someone to throw the ball up to sometimes because he's running around for his life so much. He doesn't have anybody that big to throw the ball up to. Well, well they need the, the offensive line to, to continue to develop, which won't happen for a year or two. Yeah. So even with Claypool, it's going to be a challenge. And, and the and the, and, and the Bears, they keep just getting rid of the, their best defensive players. Hey, we don't need you, yeah, Roquan Smith. We, or Robert Quinn, Roquan Smith. Yeah. The only two top 75 players you got, let's just get yeah. rid of them. Let's get rid of them. Come on, man. He said, Roquan Smith, is, I was really surprised they got rid of me. I was like, <laughs> I was dead. I would be too. You're, I just got like a piss. I'm like, what? You're a, t you're a top five linebacker in the league. I'm not good enough to play for the Bears, you right. kidding? Dude. <laughs> So, so you're taking the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, Derek's taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins. Oh. I mean, I just don't think the Bears have enough defense now. Like, you just got rid of all your defense. You're talking about the two best receivers in the league. I, I just can't see the Bears stopping them. I, I don't think the Dolphins stop the Bears. I think the Bears score probably 20 – Three, you know, twenty-four points. You, you don't, you, you don't think, you don't think they'll avenge the eighty-five 
Dolphins no. game where they no. lost the only team they lost was the Dolphins on Monday night. They're not gonna avenge that Steve. No. Come on, man. Not not with the revenge the, the trash <laughs> defense they got. Not I think the Dolphins just outscore them. That that's that's just where maybe the Cowboys are just that good offensively. They could put up 49 <laughs> points like that. That, that was the worst defensive <laughs> game the Bears have played in 10 years. So oh, I, I'm taking the Dolphins. I think the Bears cash it in. I think when when your management cashes in, yeah. you cash in, right? Yeah. When, when they say we're trading our best two defensive players, you, you're telling your team that you've cashed in for the season. Yeah. And your players are going to do the same thing, right? So that's where the Bears are at. It's it's all about next year. Yeah. I mean, Bears could have been, you know, fucking five and two, six and six and three. You know, they had chances to win every game they've been in this year. Yeah. yeah. But at, at this point, when you start trading your best players, you're telling your, your team that the, the season's over. And that's what it is. Season's over. So Carolina at uh, Cincinnati. Um, I'm I'm gonna still go with Cincinnati, even with Jamar Chase hurt. I don't. I just Carolina's not that good to me. I mean, I think they beat a very bad Tampa team. Not a very bad Tampa team. A Tampa team who's in. Uh, they're just well, struggling, struggling with uh, where their identity right now. So I'm gonna go with uh, Tampa or Cincinnati by ten. Oh, and PJ Walker, that pro, I was impressed. I mean, he really. I mean, he. I swear, he he threw that was sixty five yards all air under pressure, that hail mary, and takes off his helmet i'm just like oh my god dude do you actually do that that was a great play though i think carolina i think it'll keep it close i'm still gonna take bro i think oh freaking bro that's halloween i you know i'm like who am i gonna be for halloween i don't dress up. i was like <laughs> but i had to go i had to go i had to go to a halloween thing i'm like well i gotta do something i was like dude i'll just put on the coat i'll be joe burrow they're playing on tv right and what does he do? Gets beat by 20 by the Browns. I'm like, really? The, the worst game you ever seen. Yeah. And so I was like, eh. But I think he's going to – I think Carolina is really still not that good. I think yeah. uh, I think they should handle them, uh, let's say, 28 to, to 19. Uh, Derek's got the Bengals too. So, like, we're all in agreement there. Uh, Green Bay at Detroit. I think this was a tough decision for me because Green Bay, they're, they're just not Green Bay right now. And Detroit's offense is good, but their defense is just terrible. Yeah. So it's like, can Detroit outscore Green Bay? I don't think so. So I'm going Green Bay uh, by, by, by just about a touchdown, though. Not, it's going to be back and forth. I think the last team that has the ball wins, which will be Green Bay. Yeah. 
Detroit's, I mean, the thing about it is Green Bay struggling offensively. So what's a better team to play to get back on track to a certain this extent? The Lions. Or start that process. Let's play the Lions and, you know, put up like 31. And you get kind of get, you know, uh, you're getting a little comfortable with a number one receiver. So I think Rodgers is going to exploit that and try to get that going. I think they put up 31. I think I think the Lions put up 26. I think it's going to be close. Lions, so, the Lions, are, Lions are only one <laughs> win. I mean, are they going for the number one pick right here? I mean. So so here here's a swing game because Derek has the Lions. Uh-huh. He's Jeez. been on the Lions a lot this year and not done yeah. well. Because <laughs> they've only won one game. Uh the Colts at the Patriots. Ugh. What do you, what do you got here? That's probably one of the more not so exciting games of the week. Right. What I what I got is I got some info on Mac Jones. Three for three three touchdowns, seven interceptions. I mean, return of the Mac, man. Like here he comes, return of the Mac. Turn off the Mac. Mac. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's Zappy, and then here comes Mac, you know, back. Three why is, why touch, is Zappy, three touchdowns? Come on. The whole why, year he's got three touchdowns. Why is Zappy not playing? Like, is this a pride thing from Belichick? Come on, dude. Why is Zappy well, not playing? I think I think if you if you put them next to each other, you say Mac has more potential, more talent. But he, he he doesn't. I have... I think I think it's a little. I think it's a little borderline. I think Zappy's talented, but sometimes you look at Zappy, you're like, okay, I can see a little bit why they want Mac Jones. And no, so you want to figure out. Look, they want to figure out if Mac Jones can play because if he can't play, they're going to get a quarterback, right, gonna draft right, quarterback right. next year, or they're going to get somebody. Zappy's got com- crazy confidence. He does crazy confidence. I mean, it's hard. It's hard for. I think it's hard for them not. To, I think. I think Belichick's not in it. He's like, I really want to play him, but is Zappy going to be the future for us? Or is this just like a one-year thing? Like he's no. he he's good for a year, and then next no. year he's just Zappy. Dude, just- dude wants to play in the NFL. He wants to be the starting. Yeah, quarterback. I know. He he wants it on. more than Mac Jones wants it. Oh yeah, I'd ra- I rather want. I want Zappy. I I laugh when he he started playing. I go, this guy's going to take Mac's job. Because right. I don't think Mac's that good. He can be good, but I th- I think it's not fair to Mac because he is replacing a legend, best quarterback of all time, and that's just not fair. I mean, it's just that's just an impossible task for a young quarterback to right. do. I think he need. I think in a, in a different situation, I think he's a better quarterback. But th- this is just a bad hand for him. Three so, so- touchdowns though. How many games? There's been seven right. games. There's <laughs> so, 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 so who wins this game? Indianapolis or New England? I, I, I think I think the Patriots end up winning this game. Uh, it, I think yeah. it's going to be ugly. Hey, Zappy might even come in the game. Remember, we can't predict what we would we think would be the logical thing to do. Right, right, right. These right. Co- these coaches, they're not. They don't think. I don't know what some <laughs> of them think sometimes. But Zappy might play. Zappy comes in. Maybe he has to come in and, and, and pull out a win. 
but I think it's going to be close. I, I think 20 to 15. Yeah, I, I agree. Struggling. At, at New England, I'm yeah, going to give it Patriots, Patriots by a field goal uh, for a lot of same reasons. Uh, Derek's got the Pats, too. So we all agree Pats win this game. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo at New York, I think even at New York, I don't care. I'm taking Buffalo by two touchdowns. I think Buffalo uh, is on a roll, and they're moving forward. Uh, Jets still find an identity, so I'm, I'm taking Buffalo by uh, two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, the options that Josh Allen has, I mean, if it's not Diggs, it's Jones. If it's not Jones, now it's McKenzie. Did you see McKenzie last week? Right. I mean, that dude, he's quick and he's shifty. And it's like, man, they got weapons. Um, you know, it's just like, yeah, they're, I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think actually they roll the Jets because yeah. I think they're after, I think they kind of left a lot on the field against the Packers. They're about ready to roll the Packers and they, they just didn't play well in the second half. I think the Jets, I mean, they just didn't care. Well, to be honest with you, I thought they well, were just like, like, whatever, this team sucks. Yeah, our defense, it doesn't matter. Our defense <laughs> plug and play. Right. They are solid. And there's no, I mean, they're just a solid team and they're well yeah. coached. And their design on both sides of the ball is excellent. Every team should just, all these teams that are terrible at designing their defenses and offenses should watch what they do. They're great. I can't wait to see them beat Kansas City in the playoffs. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so Derek's got the Bills as well. So that's a consensus. Uh Minnesota at Washington. What do you got here? Uh I got I got Washington here. I think Washington's gonna surprise Minnesota. And when wow. Minnesota's on a six game winning streak, longest winning streak since 1977. Like this, you know, they're I, I think there's a little they're 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 fortunate, I think. I think Kirk Cousins is going to play subpar like he does sometimes. And Washington Washington scores points, even though they didn't last week, but <laughs> I think uh I think they'll do enough to beat they're playing at home. I'd say they win uh twenty three to twenty. Yeah, I think Minnesota is just better than Washington. Their offense is, is really good. I don't even know if Hawkinson plays, but the fact that they're adding Hawkinson to their team lets you know that they really are ready to move forward. Uh, so they're, they're, I think Minnesota is ready to uh, go to the playoffs and, and try to win a championship. I don't, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think that's their mindset. And I, the addition of Hawkinson, I think, even if it doesn't help this week, changes the mindset of guys like Thielen and Cousins and, of course, fucking <laughs> Justin Jefferson, right? So Washington, I just don't think, can score the amount of points that uh, Minnesota can. So I'm going to take Minnesota by 10. And let's see what I think Derek's got Minnesota. Yeah, he's got the Vikings too. So this is a swing game, Wes. The swing game. 
If you did I just did I just take the commanders? Haven't haven't you, I done this you, before? You, you I think just, I'm 0-2 when I take the commanders. Commander. What did I just do? Why did you uh, stop me, dude? So this is a tough one. Uh Vegas at Jacksonville. Uh let's let's take a break for one second. I'll be right back. All right, so I had to take a break for this one because, oh, I'm going to pick Jacksonville. And I know this is going to hurt, but uh, it's at Jacksonville. And as much as I would love to believe that the Raiders are going to make a move for the playoffs, it's just a long road back. And, uh, and man, I just think they're going to lose. So I, I hate to tell you this, Wes. I don't care anymore. So, so no. this is a rough one. Um, so wh- um, what do you got? I got CJ Stroud as our number one pick. <laughs> number one, let's go for CJ. I'm going to, I'm going to do shirts. Vote for CJ. <laughs> <laughs> Vote for CJ, dude. You know, oh, man. I, I no, trust ETN. You know, of course, he's on my fantasy team, and I mean, he's all my guys it. always produce, don't they? When they play, you know, when they're he's not killing on the it, he's killing it. He's fifth in the league in rushing. Uh, he's got the most forty-yard uh, rushes in the NFL. Um, but I, I think that it's going to be the the Crosby show. I think Crosby is gonna Max is gonna have a, a game. I think he's gonna terrorize Lawrence. I think he just I think he just wants to pull Fabio's hair and pull him to the ground. <laughs> he's gonna sack him three times, and that's gonna be the difference in the game because he's gonna have probably more sacks than Derek Carr has touchdowns. <laughs> but we still got Josh Jacobs. He's fourth in the league in rushing. He doesn't help if you don't it. use him. I know. Well, he had ten carries, but. Like thirty five yards last week. A whole a whole ten carries. I know. Well, we're down twenty four to. What are we supposed to do? All of a sudden, we're down twenty four to nothing, and you know our quarterbacks. Uh, you you should do a fake the punt. Ball two yards. You should do a fake punt. That's what you should do. Oh, don't don't, don't even. Don't, I forgot about the fake punt until you mentioned. Oh you should God. do a fake punt. Yeah, your dad. What was wasn't that seven to nothing? Dude? Yeah, it's super close. What are you and, doing? And it's like what a yard or two, and you're gonna fake punt instead of just run Josh Jacobs. Come on, dude. Yeah, um, I'm taking the <laughs> Raiders, uh, twenty-two to seventeen. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Derek, Get it on Max. 
Derek's taking the Raiders too. So this is a swing game, right? It's a swing game for you guys to try to come back and, and get a little closer. Wow. Okay. That was a tough one for me, but let's talk about Seattle at Arizona because I think this is the hardest game for me to pick of all the games this week. So what do you got, Seattle at Arizona? It is a tough game. Um, I'm taking Arizona just only because they're playing at home. And I think Seattle playing good. I think they're going to have to score a little bit more against, you know, Murray to Hopkins. You know, it's just, I think that catch he made last week, the one handed, that was just sick. Just, I mean, I just, I love him. He's such a good receiver. Um, Uh, I mean, he's top five all time, right? And honestly, I think he's kind of underrated. I think he doesn't quite get the credit. And uh, I think that's going to be the difference. I think Seattle's got to outscore Arizona in in that, and I I, I don't think it's their week. So I'm taking uh, the Cardinals, um, thirty to twenty one. So Derek's got the Cardinals as well, and you know, here's the issue. I really would like to pick the Cardinals, but you you know football, you know sports, and there's an inherent thing that happens when you, you're winning games, when you're playing better than you should be playing. And there's a momentum factor that's happening right now, and it's happening with Seattle. Seattle's playing better than they should be playing and it's going to carry over into this game. And Seattle's going to win this game because yeah. they're playing better than they should play. And they got momentum. And Geno Smith is somehow looking 10 times better than he should be. And their defense is playing better than they have all year. So I'm going to, I'm going to take Seattle in a swing game because both of you got the cards. And so here's a swing game again where I'm a, I got to take Seattle. I mean, I hate to say that Seattle is actually better than Arizona because at the beginning of the year, you, you couldn't have convinced me of that. But right now I think Seattle wins this game. So that's, that's a swing game. The Rams at Tampa, which I also think is a really tough game. Uh, I don't, man, I, I don't think at the beginning of the year I would have took many teams against Tampa at home. But I am going to take the Rams in a close game. I think a three-point game, I'm going to take the Rams over Tampa here in Tampa. What do you got? Eight. Yeah, it was kind of tough here because Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford has like seven touchdowns. I mean, that's it. He's Both just quarterbacks not... are like you got two of the best quarterbacks in the league that are just playing like trash. Yeah, and I still don't think he's right. I think the elbow has 
bothered him. I mean, he's a quarterback. You hurt your elbow. It's kind of an important part of your throwing motion here. And I think it's part of it. Um, I think, I think there's miles on him too. I think he's just, he's gotten to the point where he's not going to age as gracefully as Brady. So he's 35. It's like, he's, he's, he doesn't have too many good years left. So, but I I, kind of agree with you. I think there's just, I think Tampa's just completely dysfunctional. I think Brady's checked out to a certain extent. I think he knows it's over. And I think the Rams are going to do enough playing, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be a pretty game. I don't think. Uh, 24 to uh, 22 Rams Rams yeah and Derek got the Rams so that's a cross the board equal game um, but I also believe that it could go either way just you know. it, yeah it could it's both, this, both quarterbacks are not playing well I think this so, is no. the second hardest game of the week to pick uh, Tennessee at Kansas City. Jeez, super tough game. What's Derek got? Derek has uh, Tennessee, Kansas City, Titans. So Derek's got the Titans in this game. And geez, I really want to pick the Titans because Derek Henry is just in beast mode right now. Like Derek Henry. And against Kansas City, that's going to be tough to stop. Uh, but I also believe that uh, Tennessee's defense can't really stop Kansas City. So, yeah, you can run the ball all you want, but if you can't play defense, it's hard to win games. So, even though uh, Derek's taking the Titans, I think I'm taking Kansas City here, especially at home. Like, Kansas City loves playing at home. So, I'm going Kansas City by a touchdown. The matchup predictor is kind of shocking. It's like they're eighty-eight percent Kansas City, yeah, to the Titans eleven percent. I mean, Titans I mean, are playing well. I they 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 are they are playing well. I think just because Kansas City's playing at home, I think that gives them the. I think this would be a close game. Um, I I just I I think. Remember, I, I was saying that they should run read option with Malik Willis, <laughs> and they they ran that forty yard touchdown with the read option. I was like, right. man, that's that could be that could be hard to stop. And so, I think they're going to keep it close. But I just think in the end, I'd say thirty one to twenty seven Kansas City. But I will say that the uh, the Titans do have a really good punter. Brian Stonehouse leads the league in 54-yard average, almost almost as good as your average, Steve. Right. Uh, I was only 47, so. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Whatever. Like it changes, man. <laughs> he's got me like seven yards. But he's a, he's a, he's a pro football, so that's a little bit, a little bit I, different. I just had to I give a shout-out to the punter because <laughs> you guys are appreciated. Well, and, and uh, it might be a game of field position. I mean, because it could be uh, the thing about Tennessee's defense is it's not great. Right. But they're, they're very bend, but don't break defense They're You know, they, they get enough pressure on the quarterback, but that's the problem is like, you know, you can't really 
pressure Mahomes unless you're putting like serious pressure on him. I think the only way you stop Mahomes is to like all out blitz him. You, That's a thought. You can't let him sit back there. No, if he sits back there, he's going to pick you apart. That's what Mahomes does. He he moves out of the pocket. He makes he makes all the throws. It's not just that. It's Andy Reid sets sets right. everything up for him. You know, it's just it's a perfect so, match. I, I just don't think Tennessee plays well enough on defense to beat him. I think they score points. I think. Uh, Kansas City's defense cannot stop Derrick Henry. He's going to run all over him. But uh, I, I just don't think they can outscore him. Not with the running game. So we'll we'll see how that happens because uh, that's a swing game now too. Because wait, did, you got Kansas City or Tennessee? <laughs> I got Kansas City. Okay, so that's a swing game for Derrick. So if Derrick no. wins that, he's got the uh, Titans. And then Monday Night Football. Baltimore and New Orleans. Here's what's interesting: is like you think this would be an easy game to pick, but apparently New Orleans at home is playing really good because they beat Seattle, <laughs> and then they just crushed the Raiders. So what do you got? Like, what you got? Baltimore, New Orleans here at New Orleans. I'm still gonna take the Ravens, even though. New Orleans is playing good. Um, and the Red Rocket is playing solid. But when they put in the the Taysom Hill package, yeah, it's that, tough to that stop, is, dude. He is, he is a pain to, to stop. And I think Baltimore's defense lacks confidence to be nice, especially in the passing game. But I still think Lamar Jackson, even though I still – every time he drops straight back, I'm like, what are you guys doing to this person? Right. Just get but him out like, of the pocket. Like, get, let, him, let him get you, loose. I, I, I'm going to keep saying it. You can do the half roll like they did with Fran Tarkenton. Right. Just do the half. He's much more comfortable moving. Even if he's moving like this, it's better than him dropping straight back and he's a target. And he sometimes doesn't really know what to do. And so at the same point, uh, I think the Saints still are vulnerable. Uh, They don't really get in front of very many passes and pick them off except Eric Carr. Um, (laughs) And actually, that wasn't them. That was Derek. There's there's four guys Uh, to do here. uh, Play catch. Play catch the other team, man. That's rough, dude. Um, so love you, Derek. I'm rooting for you, man. I, I'll I'll leave a rack on you, man. I got I got your jersey. I'll wear it this week. I'll wear it. But um, so I get to take the Ravens just kind of by default. Like they kind of yeah. have you no, know they kind of have to win win the, this game because them and Cincinnati are going. They're going to go at each other, and someone's got to win. Someone's going to get left out of the playoffs, I think, if this continues. So whoever whoever does not win the division might not make the playoffs the way these two teams are, you know. Well, you got to think about, you know, Jamar Chase. I mean, that just kills the Bengals. It uh, does. 
I, I think so. Here, here, here's what I think about this game. I think New Orleans at home plays really well. And whether or not Roquan plays for the Baltimore or not, this game, what Baltimore needed on defense was a tackler. And you just got a top five tackler in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to need someone to tackle Taysom right. Hill. Right. Oh, and Kamara, right? So yeah. you need someone who's fast, which Roquan mm-hmm. is like the second, third fastest middle linebacker in the league, who can who can chase down Kamara, who can chase downhill. And even if he doesn't play in this game, I think it gives Baltimore a lot of confidence in what they're doing. Yeah. And, and as, as, as good as I think uh, New Orleans mm-hmm. has been playing – I'm going to take Baltimore here by a touchdown. And I think Derek has Baltimore too. So I think we're all in agreement on this one. Yeah, he's got Baltimore. But I, I like the way New Orleans is playing. And I almost like them better with Dalton than Winston, just to be honest. Uh, so they could win this game. Even though I'm picking Baltimore, I will say that uh, New Orleans at home. That's nasty. Like, look out. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Baltimore. So, we got a lot of uh, 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 games that, uh, you know, could uh, change up the standings here. So, you guys both go 9-5 and five last week. I go 10-4. and four. So, Big Box wins the, the week again mad at you guys went in last week and so overall so Wes you you came out of the uh, under 500 which is great uh, going into uh, talk, let's talk about uh, fantasy for a minute before we jump off so Derek and I lead the league at uh, six and two in the HSC podcast. With all the injuries happening right now, it's really tough to figure out like who you're going to play. And then at the end of the year, you go into like them sitting people in the playoffs. So thinking about fantasy players right now, like, you know, who are people we should be picking up? Like who you should be playing? and not playing. You got any uh, recommendations for the people out there, Wes? No, not really. I mean, it's honestly, you know, my fantasy team lacks confidence, I think. (laughs) you're You're playing Derek this week. I'm two and five, and you know when you go when you go somewhere and they do fancy drafts and they're they have the boards and these guys sit there for like four hours and these guys I swear they don't look they do not look away from the board. I mean there ain't some bad looking girls walking by. They don't care. <laughs> they're looking at that board. So I feel a little weird talking about what I know. I don't. I mean this is like. This is those guys are serious. Um, I like Etienne, of course, because 
I mean, he's playing really well. He's healthy, and of course, he's playing my team. And just well, he's, don't been, he, he's been a flex play. Like I, I think at the beginning of the year, like not people were a lot of sure if they should play him, but uh, I think lately. And the way he moves forward, I think Etienne is – he's easily a running back one, running back two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I think Leonard Fournette's not bad because lack of options at the running back position. Um, uh, like, I like Kittle. I like Kittle at this point. I think yeah. he's going to get the Kittle ball more. I think they're going to load up – they're. Teams are going to look at Christian McCaffrey and they'll be like, you know what? We got to stop. We got to do everything to stop that guy. Right. And so I think it's going to open up for Kittle a lot more. Um, that's an interesting, yeah, that's an interesting play. That's an interesting thought process because I think most people are playing Kittle anyway. But uh, yeah, I think how do you stop McCaffrey is an interesting question. Yeah. Um, what about Devonte Adams? How, what do you how do you feel about him? Because I know, you know, he he's a, obviously a wide receiver number one. He's been since the beginning, but he's really struggling. Yeah, it's a lot of it. I mean, bad quarterback play and bad as far as I'm concerned, bad coaching. I mean, come on, they just. If if you if you don't know what to do, just watch tapes of what Aaron Rodgers would do. <laughs> what throw the I ball, Devonte Adams? Throw the ball. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about what's, you know, why don't you just ask the guy what makes you feel comfortable? What's what do you like to run here, and we'll run it instead of us, you know, doing things that you're not comfortable doing. I did did he I. I, it's like I watched the game against the Saints. I didn't. It's like he didn't even appear. It's like he disappeared. Like he he was he was even in the picture, and that's because Derek Carr is checking down to the offensive lineman. Like there's a running back in there somewhere. Let me check it down to him. It's like what are you doing, dude? Just run the ball if you're gonna do that. But a lot of it, a lot of it's coaching. I think I might. <laughs> So, Derek so Carr's playing back. Look, but, Devontae is a top 15 pick, though. Like, can, can you sit a top 15 pick? No. I, I think I think you kind of almost have to play him because you, you know, physics he gave, says. He gave you two points last week. Physics says that eventually <laughs> he's going to catch two touchdowns. Right, right. It's just, it's in the, it's just. In it's there, it's gonna happen, well, and they're playing Jacksonville. It could happen. Let's talk week. about Jonathan Taylor for a second, though. Well, Look, number one, number one pick overall. Yeah, how yeah, many points you got out of Jonathan Taylor this year? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's that's just. So should should fantasy owners look at other options when it comes to some of these guys, or do you just write them out? My. Um, I'll I'll even look at someone like if we're talking about running backs, why not Damian Pierce from for the Texans? Right, you know Benjamin. He's put him good right? numbers. Yeah, he's put him good numbers. I mean, um, 
Yeah, I again, you kind of have to live by the sword and die by the sword. Right. That's right, the right. way I look at it. Like, am I really gonna sit? You know, Devontae Adams. No, remember Jamar Chase. You know, I was yeah. like sit Chase. I go, am I really gonna sit Chase? Right. Because you know he's just gonna come out and ball one game, and I'd be like, why did I sit him? So Jonathan Taylor's and the guys that aren't performing, the Devontae Adams. Like I said, you got to play them. Your guys, you lose, you lose. And you know what? You kind of got to accept that because if they have a good game, you're like, why? why yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, so, you, so, yeah, you just got to you gotta ride it out through the storm. Yeah. And you got you to gotta hope that, uh, that they come back. Uh, I will tell you that I'm a little worried about Devontae Adams long term. For the Raiders, I I almost feel like it's kind of that time where he goes to a team, he's one of those great players that then kind of washes out. You know, I I get what you're saying because also I think there's a mileage factor, right? And there's there is a little bit of the age factor because this is kind of what Julio Jones. Julio Jones just kind of tailed off at you know, 32, 33. And it's just like, I don't see that. Let's be honest. Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah. It's true. Really? Like, I mean, are you really, really going to throw Derek Carr in the, in the, in the conversation with Aaron Rodgers? No. Okay. So Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers. So he makes Devontae Adams better. Aaron Rodgers did. It, yeah, it, it should. He just doesn't look. He doesn't look nearly as good as last year. And well, because he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, no. I, well, I was flipping. I was flipping out. Car. No. Yeah. yeah. No reason. I'm not saying Car is bad. I think Car is a very serviceable quarterback. But Devontae Adams is twice as good with Aaron Rodgers as he is with Derek Carr. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That, that, that's, I think that's tough for uh, uh, Dave's career. Like, Devontae is going to have a rough career, I think, going forward. C.J. Stroud. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get the shirts. I vote for C.J. Just be honest with you. If you lose to the Jags, like you're well on the way to a, to a very good quarterback. So maybe I maybe maybe I sh- I'm looking at this in the wrong way here. <laughs> Tank. Oh man, I, I I can't dig in any more than it is because I feel bad because I really thought the Raiders were going to have a good year and. Uh, the Bears are having a better year than the Raiders. That's bad. That really is bad. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I feel unfortunate there. All right. So uh, we're talking about fantasy. Uh, your running backs are coming around outside Jonathan Taylor. Uh, keep playing your running backs. Uh, your flex plays. Uh, your defense. You should be changing out like. Defenses right now, there's no consistent defense. Find a new defense almost every week based on who they're playing, 
you can find good defenses there. And then what we also found out is quarterback doesn't even matter. Just take any quarterback and you're going to be equal unless it's Mahomes or Josh Allen. Otherwise, it doesn't even matter. Just pick a quarterback, right? Yeah. They're all inconsistent after those two. So, well, I appreciate everybody watching. Uh, don't forget, don't forget to subscribe and like. Uh, hopefully, Big Smooth will be back next week. He's out sick. We got his fix in. Uh, Big Box still has got the lead, guys. Uh, lost the uh, game last week, but still making some moves forward. We'll see what happens this week because we got a lot of swing games. Uh, if you're watching on uh, Apple Podcasts or Anchor or uh, Spotify, thanks for listening. Uh, final thoughts, Wes? Well, we're about halfway through the year. Right. And I think things are starting to take shape you know, and surprises, but I think, I think. Are they though? Yeah. Are they really, are they taking shape or are we on to a, like just the craziest season we've ever seen? I think, I think divisionally we got a pretty good idea. Um, things are taking shape in the divisions. Most of them, Baltimore, Cincinnati. I think that's going to be a bloodbath. I, honestly, I think they're going to lose more games. And uh, I think, you know, the Bills are going to come out on top. KC, you know, look what's happened to the AFC West at this point. Fell apart. Not, not what we thought it was going to be. In the South, we always knew it was going to be a, a two-team race. It was going right. to be, it's going to be the Titans and the Colts. Uh, but I think, I think the Colts. Titans are, yeah, Colts are. Done. Which team's going to fall apart because yeah. of quarterback play? The Colts did. That's that's obvious, and the you know the NFC is is sort of a surprise, but I think the Giants can come back to earth. I think NFC sense three right now, right? Yeah. Well, they could, but yeah, I mean the eagle the Eagles are the class of the NFC at this point until something happens where you got a forty nine er team that's good defensively right and they just continue to develop the weapon the new weapon that they have it's starting to take shape and so the division races there's gonna it's it's gonna be a sprint for some of these teams and some of it it's just teams are gonna fall apart till someone overtakes the other team right you're gonna see bad records probably in the the nfc south uh, they're going to probably be some bad records going to the playoffs uh, because I think those it's a race to the bottom in the the uh, NFC South. Unless yeah. the Saints can really win this week, no. then that like, might change the trajectory. There's, there's an eight and nine team going. Yeah. South. Yeah. I think I think that's that's just a given. That's yeah. going to happen. And I think the Packers are are playing catch up. I still think they make the playoffs, but I think the Vikings take the division. And it's just a matter of what can the Packers do in the playoffs. Um, can they develop a couple weapons that they kind of found in the, against the Bills? Can they develop that 
that type of chemistry, some chemistry to make Aaron Rodgers not be upset and talking on podcasts about, you know, weird stuff. I don't even know. You know, I don't understand this generation. Here's what I think, you know, final thoughts here is that I think normally at halfway through the season, you'd have a good idea of what's going to happen, right? But even with what's happening right now, I don't think we even know what's going to happen for the next eight weeks, you know? I, I, you could look at the Giants losing six in a row. Yeah, you can. And can uh, so, so that's the issue I have is like, I don't think we know where we're at right now with the NFL. And I love it. That's my final thought. I love the NFL right now because I think anybody can win. Even as good as people think the Eagles are, they could easily lose, you know after the second round of the playoffs. They could easily lose after they won the bye. And I think that's the great thing about the NFL right now. I really think it's anybody's game. I mean, I, I hate to compare it to the NBA, but how do the Blazers go out five and one, you know? You get a trash ass team and they go five and one, which you think like the Seahawks. They're five and three. You know, so I really think the sports right now, especially in the NFL, is it's just fun to watch. It's just because you just don't know who's going to win. And the fact that we're still having winning records week to week is crazy to me because you don't even know who's going to win. Like, <clears throat> yeah, just picking, just winning. And uh, if you guys want your winning picks, you got to come here because we're giving them to you better than the so-called experts. <laughs> Well, right. until 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 Brady enters the booth, then we're all yeah, in trouble. Yeah, he's gonna um, beat us there too. Yeah, let's get Brady on the podcast. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good stuff. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, we got uh, hopefully we we'll get Big Smooth back on. So thanks for watching. See you guys next week.